Welcome. Hello, everybody, and welcome to 40 Going On 14. I am Mike. I am Patrick. I'm Joel. And I'm Josh. And this week, we got a group of guys who do serious damage to themselves for the entertainment of others. And they're talking about jackass. <laughs> yes, it oh. is. It is not us. I see what you did there. Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> A little too close to home. Yep. This week we are talking about Jackass the movie and Jackass 2022 Jackass Forever. And just all the Jackass in general. Yeah. All the A lot jackass. of Jackassery and tomfoolery. All the Jackassery. And the Jackoffery. No. Well, yeah, a little bit. No? Well, maybe. <laughs> it's always well, a little bit of Jack Offery. Always something. But, yes. So if you're looking, if you have a better idea than this, give us a call. 708-NOW-RAP. That's 708-669-9727. You can also join our conversation on our Discord by clicking the Join Us link in the show notes. And just on the off chance that's not working, someone let me know. Yeah, just to. let us know by clicking the join us. Click <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> click. And leave me a voice and will be like, hey, asshole, the link doesn't work. Wait. Could be. We almost lost the voicemail line because uh, I never use it to call out. And uh, Google's like, well, we know you're not using your number. We want it back. <gasps> I was like, oh, oh no. shit. <laughs> so I texted Patrick. I was like, I need to send a text from this number right now. <laughs> and I yeah, I don't have to learn a new number. <clears throat> I responded, right. but didn't get an answer. So. Oh. <laughs> It'd be yeah. funny if we... <laughs> I'm sorry, we actually did lose it. And we've been saying it, and all these people are calling this poor one dude who's like, leave me alone! Why are you <laughs> calling me about movies? <laughs> Your opinion sucks. But we do have an opinion today. We have we have a, uh email. <gasps> Whoa! We nice. From li- listener Luther. <gasps> Luther. Yeah. So Luther says he's just started listening to the newest episode, and I immediately got to chime in on the Jello pudding pops. They used to have uh, the recipe for on the Jello boxes, and you could buy the pudding pop freezer molds. So he grew up pretty poor, so it was a money saver for his mom to make them at home rather than buy them. He also has to add that the homemade version was superior to the store bought. He did find a recipe online and made some a few years ago for my daughter. At the time, she wasn't a fan. She's always been more of a fruit, sour-flavored frozen pops, but they were amazing for me. Thanks for the memories, guys. He's got more to say, but that's another email. So he says, take care. I remember that recipe, and I remember those the pop pudding pop uh, molds. But that, is some, that is some serious poverty when you're talking about having to save the difference between store-bought pudding pops and making your own. And did you edit that in there, or did it actually say that in the email? Did it say what? That, he's, that he that was poor. No, he said that. Yeah. What did I say oh. that? I don't know if Luther's poor or rich or like Joel. <laughs> I choose to believe that that was Luther Vandross teaching us about putting, putting pops. He's now listening to our show. Oh. Well, he, he could be. Never Could get Tevin Campbell listening, too? <laughs> he might. Tevin, Tony, if you're Tony, out there, Tony. let us know. <laughs> yeah, give us a word. But yeah, so thank you, Luther. We hey, always appreciate it. Babyface, don't you bother calling us. We don't want to know hey. about you. 
we 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 like Babyface. Oh, we are not Babyface fans. Oh, he's a hell of a songwriter. He's no Teddy Pendergrass, but <laughs> who, who is are, Teddy are Pendergrast? Yeah. Are we arguing oh. about Keith Edmonds? Oh, <laughs> what about Lavar Burt? Wait, Lavar Lavar Burton? No, Lavar Burton? No. Yes. Wait. What? The guy. No. Wait. Who's the guy who sings picture pages? Gerald Levert. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, so LeVar Burton is uh, Jordy LaForge Rainbow. and Reading yeah, Rainbow. Yeah. Reading Rainbow. That's what I was thinking and, of. And Kuta Kinte. That's true. Yeah. That is true. What kind of weird asshole do we just go down? What, what? <laughs> I don't know, but I think it means it's about that time. It is 100% Lord. about that time. This week in music, movies, and TV. And sports. All right, this week we are going with October 1st, the year 2000. Premiere of Jackass on MTV. In the year I, 2000. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> nice. All right, so the top song in the land was Music by Madonna in the middle of a four-week run. God, that song was awful. Isn't that the awful. one where she's dressed like a cowboy in the video? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, I actually kind of like that song. Oh, it's so it, it's so disjointed and crappy, and like the lyrics are so juvenile, and it's just such a bad song. I don't think I'd like put it on my iTunes or bump it in my car, but like for like a crappy club music sitting at a at a bar, it seemed fine to me. Huh. I. I I can honestly say I never, I don't remember the song. I just remember when the album came out and the the video. You I don't remember, remember the song if you heard it, but yeah, it's not worth looking up. Well, all right. Yeah. All right. So moving on, the 34th Country Music Association Awards was held on October 4th at the Grand Ole Opry House in Nashville, Tennessee. It was hosted by CMA Award winner Vince Gill. Faith Hill led the night with seven nominations, including Album of the Year and Entertainer of the Year. The big winners were the Dixie Chicks, Faith Hill, and Tim McGraw. Yeah. Oh, I don't care about any of that. <laughs> <laughs> Vince Gill, I like Vince Gill. He he he's all right. Yeah, I mean, I I liked I had that first Dixie Chicks album. It was it was pretty good. Faith Hill's all right, I guess. Tim McGraw is an Indian outlaw, from what I hear. <laughs> Yeah, Tim McGraw is definitely the worst out of all of those. Him and his bald head. Oh, wait. All right. Uh, okay. <laughs> Benjamin Benjamin Orzakowski, known professionally as Benjamin Orr, was an American musician and singer best known as a bassist, co-founder, and co-lead vocalist of the rock band The Cars. He sang lead vocals on several of their best-known songs, including Just What I Needed, Let's Go, and Drive. From 1998, he performed with his own band, ORR, and two side bands, or maybe just OR, perhaps, uh, Voices of Classic Rock with Mickey Thomas and John Cafferty, and cover band Big People. In April of 2000, OR was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer and hospitalized. OR's final public appearance was on September 27th in a Big People concert. He died at home in Atlanta on October 3rd, surrounded by fellow Big People band members. Or was posthumously inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as a member of the Cars in 2018. Man, he was absorbed, sadly. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. That is sad. Yeah, and Mike, do you want to tell him how to how to pronounce that original name? 
Did I get it wrong? Uh, yeah, you did. Or Zakowski? Really? What's wrong with that? Uh, yeah, he's close. Or yeah, or Zakowski. Mm. You don't think All so, right, Patrick? Fine. It's it's pronounced no, no, luxury no. yacht. No, because, <laughs> because I went I went to high school with a family that had a, a name very similar to that, and they pronounced they pronounced it Orchevsky. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes, there would be a, a CZ in the middle after the H if it was Chesky. The OW would be CZ. And and anyway. I and I'm I felt bad because I wanted to laugh when I said that he he was in a big people concert because I was just I imagining. was thinking the same thing, <laughs> right? <laughs> like you got to go to the little kids show. We're gonna go to the big people concert. <laughs> so we'll pick you up afterwards outside in your dad's LTD. <laughs> just what I needed. Uh, nice. Uh, All right, moving on to movies. The number one movie in the land was Remember the Titans. Oh, uh, yeah. I've still never seen that it. movie. Really? It's good. Yeah, I actually uh, have uh, not seen a whole lot of sports movies. I've seen that one. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's you know, kind of your typical feel-good, you know, bad things happen, good things happen kind of sports movie, but it's it's worth a watch for sure. Right. I mean, yeah. I didn't get how it was a sequel to Wrath of the Titans, but <laughs> it didn't make a whole lot of sense. Tonight we dine in hell. Oh, wait, wrong movie. Sorry. All right. Uh, movies released this week included Hellraiser Inferno, Requiem for a Dream, Get Carter, Meet the Parents, and the acronym of the week, which is S-D-A-T-A-I. Which I'm pretty sure stands for sucking dick at the Alzheimer's Institute. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, we're getting hate mail for that one. <laughs> uh, uh, wow. Um, the best part about it is every time you do it, it's like the first time. You know, right? You can char- you charge them first time right every time. Wow. No, wow. that's actually that's actually Scooby Doo and the Alien Invaders. Damn, that's the closest he's ever been. <laughs> I think uh, it's a weird lineup because Hellraiser Inferno was not great. Requiem for a Dream was far scarier than Hellraiser Inferno. Right. Right. Get Carter was forgettable. Meet the Parents. Oh, was... I liked Get Carter. Yeah, it was okay, I... but it was. I agree with him. It was forgettable. It was a Fair. decent movie, but it, you know, Meet the Parents. Meh, it's all right. I don't remember Scooby-Doo and the Alien Invasion, though. Was there a lot of dick sucking in it? More than I mean, you would think. Probably. <laughs> I mean, that va- if that van's a rocking, you know. No, that's a fair point. Yeah, that's a weird, a weird mishmash of movies right there. Mishmash. I think at the time, the only one of those I saw in the theater was Get Carter, though. Really? You saw that in the theater? I did. Wow. I saw that and Meet the Parents both in the theater. At the same time? No. <laughs> I knew I wasn't going to like Meet the Parents, and I saw it later on cable. I was like, "Yeah, I didn't like that." Yeah, I, I ever there's people that are just fanatical about that and the sequel, and I, I just I don't get it. It's like I like it. I mean, okay. I, I like Ben Stiller, and I like the cast, everything, and it was enjoyable. It wasn't amazing, but it was enjoyable. Right. Well, I've gone on record many times about being the pickiest of the four of us when it comes to comedies, for but... sure. All right. Uh, Franklin Nathaniel Jonas, born on September 28th, is a former child actor. He voiced Sosuke in the 2009 film Ponyo and had a recurring role in the series Jonas. Uh, 
a show about his older siblings, the Jonas Brothers. He also appeared in a minor role in Camp Rock 2, The Final Jam. I have seen all of those. I am sorry. Except for the Ponyo. Yeah. Ponyo's, even, even now... With them being eighteen, they still like to watch Ponyo. But the, well, the funny, I've never seen any of them, and I don't feel like I've missed them. Is that a uh, Studio Ghibli? Yeah, Studio Ponyo is a Studio Ghibli one. It's got okay. uh, a great voice acting list, but they actually recognized his voice the first time they heard it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I, I remember I've seen like the box cover to that like a million times. Uh, I, I've not seen it. I'm, um, Didn't you watch but... it from when we did the Studio Ghibli, Ghibli show? I didn't watch that one. No, I watched uh, Howl's Moving Castle and oh. some. I know it's one of the you know bigger ones, but yeah, I'm looking at the cast list here: Matt Damon, Liam Neeson, Betty White, uh, yeah. Tina Fey, Kate Blanchett. Yeah, yeah. That was the that was the first Miyazaki movie that I let that I brought home for them to watch, and now we have just about all of them. <laughs> so nice. And the Jonas Brothers are actually pretty cool. I can think of worse bands that the kids to be into at that age. Camp Rock 2 sucks, though. ICP. ICP and Camp Rock 3. (laughs) Who's going chicken hunting? We're going chicken hunting. That's about about as ICP as I get. Yeah, I actually saw the ICP. I think it was a horror movie, or maybe it was like a Road Warrior type movie. Oh, and go ahead. Oh, yeah, it was f- fucking boring. Yeah. Yeah. They've they've made uh hustlers, big ride and big hustle. Ah, uh, damn it. I wish I could think of the name. I think of the this movie. was like a death race sort of movie. Yep. Yep. They've they've made a few and they're they're none of them none of them are good. Uh Right. And it wasn't even good in a fun way. I was just bored. Death Racers. Yes, that's the one. Yep. Then they have Big Money Hustler, Big Money Rustlers and Big Money Hustlers. Two different movies. Huh. Yeah. So That's a weird turn from starting out talking about Miyazaki movies, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> so TV. Top shows in the land were Survivor, The Australian Outback, ER, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and Everybody Loves Raymond. When when you when I looked up to see what you were reading, I read that as Survivor, the Australian outbreak, and I was like, that's a very different show. <laughs> it's a very different show. We drop these 14 people in the middle of a zombie outbreak on Australia. Let's see who survives. I was thinking Ebola, but that works too. Well, that too. Uh, on October 3rd, the James Cameron creation Dark Angel, starring Jessica Elba, premiered to glowing reviews from both critics and fans. Mostly because of Jessica Elba's outfit. Yeah. Black leather. They went wrong. That was a thing. I never saw it. No, it's all right. But but her outfit was nice. Yeah, I watched the first season. It was pretty good. Was there more than one season? I I think there were three. But I may be wrong. But the outfit has had six, seven seasons. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Just the video of the suit laying on a bed. Um, on October 2nd, Triple Play was played for the first time on The Price is Right. It was the first game show in history to offer three cars as one prize. 
Is that like a game on the prices, right? Like they like Plinko, like that sort of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Was it like a brand new thing? Yeah, yeah it's the played it for the first time on October 2nd. I just said oh, that. Oh, well, no, I yeah. just thought maybe it was like a game that had been there and nobody had ever played it before. Like they just, it was always <laughs> there, but like it always got missed. And then finally somebody landed on it and they're like, oh, yay, we're finally going to play triple play. No, we got these we three cars have back you, have here. You ever watched The Prices Right? What are you talking about? Yeah, but it's been like. Landing on triple time. play? What are you talking about? It's not they Monopoly. Don't land, they don't land on the games. They yeah, the games exactly. beforehand. I don't remember. So you haven't seen Prices Right? I have seen Prices Right, where he kisses a dog and then he neuters one of the, the contestants. <laughs> All right. So moving on. <laughs> Richard Mulligan was a character actor known for his roles in the sitcom Soap and Empty Nest. Mulligan was the winner of two Emmy Awards and one Golden Globe Award. His final performance was a voice a voiceover on <laughs> Hey Arnold as the voice of Jimmy Kafka, the long-mentioned but never-seen former friend of Arnold's. Arnold, I'm sorry, Arnold's grandpa. Mulligan died of colorectal cancer at his home on September 26th. That's mm. sad. Yeah, rest in peace. You absorbed. That's what in my family will have a, like, if conversation starts to get really stupid, one of the things my family will do will be like, all right, I'm out. And they do the snap thing from soap. Soap, yep. We can turn himself. That that is a show that would not be able to be made today. I think you bring that up every week. <laughs> not no, every maybe week. Maybe not on the. Uh, sometimes in pre-show, not not necessarily yeah. on the podcast. True. It's just funny because I it, it just it just shows how much you like that show because you bring oh, yeah. it up very often, and it's just it just you know I well, get we, it. We watched it every week. I mean, like the one the one scene the one episode where they're trying to get into the cult to rescue the little the little brother from the cultists. And they all put the blackface on, and then to distract the guards, they all start doing step and fetch it. That wouldn't fly today. I'm no, probably not. Just hearing about it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think that would probably go today. Moving yeah, on I've... to sports. <laughs> As the closing ceremonies of the 27th Olympics were held in Sydney, the United States won the most medals, 97, and the most gold medals, 40. Oh. Oh. On October 1st, Stephanie Cook of Great Britain scored 5,318 points to beat American Emily DeReal by a mere eight points to win gold at the inaugural Women's Bonnard Pentathlon at the Sydney Olympic Games. I mean, it makes sense with the Olympics going on. That's that's pretty much all there is for sports. Yep. There were other things about the closing ceremonies and stuff, but they weren't really that interesting, so... But yeah, the pentathlon and the and the decathlon always wrap, are the last thing to wrap up before the closing ceremonies. It is a Olympic sport that combines fencing, yep. freestyle swimming, equestrian show jumping, and a combined event of pistol shooting and cross country running for thirty two hundred meters. Shit, I actually yep. didn't know that. That's crazy. They're going to combine them all into one, where you ride a horse through a lake. With a sword in one hand and a gun in the other. <laughs> I'd watch that. That would be a fun one. On Survivor, the Australian outbreak. <laughs> well, that's like the... Uh, you guys ever watch the biathlon? Occasionally, yeah. That's that's a a crazy, crazy one. 
Ski shooting. Ski shooting, yeah. Cross-country skiing with a 150-meter ski, and then they have to do a uh, dead shot with the rifles. <laughs> yeah, they get like 20 seconds to make the shot, and then they have to ski again. Pretty cool stuff. I think that's all we got. All right, play us off, keyboard Joel. Da, 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 da. All right, so yeah, in honor of the Jackass show, I figured uh, I'd uh, kick us off by doing a little stunt myself here. I just, uh, yeah, just get out of my chair here. <laughs> All right, so Jackass 2000 starts out as an American reality comedy television series created by Jeff Tremaine, Spike Jones, and Johnny Knoxville. Showed up for uh, three seasons between 2000 2001 with some reruns, and it went off the air. And then the cast reunited to film what they believe would be the conclusion of Jackass, Jackass the movie. They made it clear that this was the farewell to the fans of the show, and we're not doing this again now because it's a movie. We can do even crazier stuff, and it'll be super cool and awesome. They shot the movie on a budget of $5 million, and it went on to gross over $60 million in the United States alone and finished at the number one spot in the box office during its debut weekend. So they made more. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they were like, how much money? So we had Jackass the TV series, Jackass the movie in 2002, Jackass number two in 2006, Jackass presents Matt Hoffman's tribute to Evil Knievel in 2008, Jackass 3D, Jackass presents Bad Grandpa, and then finally Jackass Forever. And the the other thing they've done is that they have so much extra footage that there's Jackass 1.5, 2.5, 3.5 there's going to be a 4.5 and there's a bad grandpa 2.0 so they release uh, basically a whole second movie of b-roll footage for each time they make one of these that's crazy yeah so they get a lot of mileage for the buck that's insane well yeah that, i mean well i mean think about like how much pre-show we have stuff that we don't actually post they got all that stuff going on. I'm sure they, they probably real. They go. Reels. I mean, there, there's a lot of stuff they go through the effort of like setting up and building sets and doing all kinds of stuff, and it doesn't does, doesn't even make the main movie. Just barely gets th- barely gets shown. And sometimes that shit is funnier. Yeah. than the stuff mm-hmm. in the movie. So yeah, so some of the crap involved with this show. Uh, <laughs> this is. Uh, I see where uh, this is going. Joe Lieberman. Followed up uh, with a February 7th, 2001 letter to MTV's parent company, Viacom, urging the company to take responsibility for its programming to do more to help parents protect their children. Hey, uh, does anybody else think that Joe Lieberman looks like Willie from ALF? Kind of. Yeah, a little bit. I can see that. Ha! MTV responded by canceling all airings of Jackass before 10 p.m. Because... Everybody knows all the children are in bed by 10 p.m. Yeah. But he had a continual campaign against the show, led to MTV refusing to air repeats of the later episodes, uh, which made the cast and production crew angry because they were caving into Lieberman's demands, which is kind of bullshit. 
you know, how about you just say, hey, parents, don't let your kids watch it. Be a parent. Right. Or if you come home and the kid's standing on the counter with a match and a can of lighter fluid, maybe you're just a bad parent. Yeah, maybe you need oh. to better be a better influence on your kids than the television. I mean, that's just saying, you know. Mm. Also, a Montana man named Jack Ass <laughs> sued MTV for $10 million in 2002. <laughs> he should be suing his parents. No, 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 because it's even better. The claiming the show was plagiarizing his name. Jack Ass, whose birth name was Bob Kraft, changed his name in 1997 to raise awareness for drunk driving after his brother and friend both died in a car accident. How so, does that raise awareness? Yeah, what the fuck kind of logic is that? Well, it's it's just like... My brother died in a car wreck, so I'm going to call myself Jackass. I guess it's like the 1997 version of putting a little ring around your Facebook profile picture that says, I support whatever the current thing is. I mean, it's... Or, or I mean, that would be like because my dad died of colorectal cancer. I'm gonna change my name to Sphincterface. Are you gonna do that? Please tell me you're gonna do that. No. I mean, it would raise my awareness. <laughs> you can call me Sphinx, though, for short. Ass man. <laughs> ass face. Ass face. Ass man. Clinch buttock Jones. So. That's stupid. Both of, both of those things were stupid. So 2000 Jackass the movie, like I said, directed by Jeff Tremaine and Spike Jones and Johnny Knoxville uh, starred the, uh, Johnny Knoxville. Those guys, along with Bam Majera, Mar, yeah, right? Margera, yeah. Margera, yeah. Steve-O, Chris Pontius, Ryan Dunn, Jason Weeman, Alcuna, Preston Lacey, Dave England, Aaron McGay, McGay? McGay. McGay. Um, <laughs> Danger Aaron, yeah. Brandon DeCamelo. Uh, some trivia on this one is that the shopping cart in the opening sequence of the movie was originally built for and used in the film The Incredible Shrinking Woman from 1981. No, oh. Lily Tomlin. Yeah. Preston Lacey spotted it in the studio lot and was like, we need that. Which yep. they, they were right. Uh, Loomis Fall came up with the idea of the Night Pandas segment because he wanted to go to Japan. The crew agreed to bring him along simply because nobody had the heart to tell him that pandas are from China, not from <laughs> Japan. <laughs> uh, that uh, Matt Hoffman, Steve-O, Bam, and Johnny Knoxville all suffered serious injuries during filming. Hoffman broke his wrist when he fell off his bike during Sweaty Fat Fucks, was also knocked out in the same incident. Knoxville was knocked out when his golf cart flipped over and again when he fought Butterbean. Bam tore his hamstring at the beginning of the movie's production, and Steve-O developed a serious infection when he fell into a contaminated river in the Pooh River Pole Vault, which was on the DVD only, and was <laughs> later edited into Tropical Pole Vaulting. And I've told, I, I told you, Mike, uh, I think my favorite line in all of Jackass is in, uh, is in this movie, and it's in that scene when Johnny Knoxville fights Butterbean, he gets knocked unconscious, and as he, as he comes to, and he's getting tended to, he just in his woozy state. Is Butterbean okay? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I saw that one. Now, did they like this? Is the okay in two thousand? I had a one year old. I was not watching Jackass. I had other things on my mind, working and taking care of the kid. It, like when they go into public places, did they have a setup for any of this, or did they just bust into a, a department store and start boxing? It depended on the prank, right? Because, like, it, for example, I think we talked about it 
last week, but like when like they did the the crash up derby, the rental car crash up derby, they contacted the owner of the car of the car rental company, but didn't tell the people at the at the low level, you know, that were the ones that were renting the car what was going on. So they had permission, but they didn't let the people know. The person who's who would be paying the bills for the damage gave them permission. Correct. Right. Yeah. Okay. So sometimes I think they do make that ahead of time if there's going to be damage that's caused. But, you know, if they're just going down the middle of the street, not so much. They might have to get permits from the city to shoot, but even then I'm not always sure. So this is the first time I've seen these. I mean, maybe not the first time. It doesn't surprise me. Did you did you end up watching a full movie? I watched the full watch? movie. I watched I watched I watched this and I watched a bunch of the YouTube clips. I sat there like the first when I first started watching them, I was watching the big the giant hand thing. Oh, that's one of my favorite bits. And where they ask um I forget which one they asked. Aaron to carry soup. Yes. <laughs> they asked Aaron to carry soup. <laughs> And, and the thing was, I'm, I'm, the first one was a chuckle. I'm like, yeah, it was pretty good. You know, and they're all laughing. And of course, it's all the over the top, ha, 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 you know, laughing type of thing. But then when they gave him the soup and I'm watching him going, this guy's walking down this this hallway going, why the hell did they give me soup? Right. Why? This is not normal. This is not an everyday. Why are they giving me soup? Something's, and you could tell it by the way he was walking that something was going to happen. But I think the one that really made me laugh the hardest is when they strapped the bags of flour to it. Yes. Smack, bam. Because if you, I re- rewound it just to watch, is that Bam fell like his heels were on a hinge. Yeah. And it, I mean, he left the ground at what he was like, literally, his feet left the ground at one point. And he just did a straight 45 degree smack on the ground. And, and, you know, one part of my brain's going, why are you laughing at this? This is this, this is so stupid. And I'm like, why am I laughing at this? Because given the chance, we would do this. Because because a lot of jackass, especially with some of their most outlandish stuff, it's like literal. It's it's literally like cartoons brought to life. Like some of the stuff they do to each other. Like it, it's stuff that like Wiley Cody, Wiley Coyote does to the Roadrunner, and these guys are doing it to each other in real life. Well, and they said that they don't typically they don't do uh, test runs. Like they don't. And it, they they just do it because part of it is the reaction. So yeah, they they, they seeing, do diagrams and storyboards, and then they're like, "Let's just go do it and film it and see how it and they works." See what happens. And that thing, especially because Bam's the one who started antiquing people. Yeah, that 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 whole bit and his especially just every single time. I just can't. And I I was watching these with Laura, and I just the whole time like this is so stupid, but I love it. You know, that's just the mantra. Every time Jackass comes up, I I do my own little mantra where I'm like I'm like I completely understand how dumb this is, how this is com- is contributing to the degradation of American society as a whole, how we're it's one step towards idiocracy, but goddamn if it is not funny. I it just makes me it makes me laugh till I cry sometimes when it's just when it's when it's really good. Like the the whole, you know, Air, Danger Aaron in the, you know, in the taxi cab. As oh, he's, God. You know, I mean, that whole bit, it was so many layers to it, and it was just so funny. And just watching it, Jay like the Shander, first time, Shankar. yeah, like the first time I saw it, I mean, I was in the theater and I was just like literally crying. I was laughing so hard. And these, because I mean, it's, there's something about these guys that just 
the fact that, you know, like Josh has talked about this before, the fact that they don't punch down, <laughs> the fact that, um, the fact that they, they sometimes, you know, when they need to, they get permission. They're not out there like, like hurting other people that they're, they're hurting themselves. They're hurting each other. And like, they even have people on their staff that they, it's part of their contract that they can't get messed with. And they just, and they don't, they stick to those rules. You know, it's like, I mean, but if you're part of the guys that get fucked with, you got to watch everything that you do when they're filming. <laughs> yeah. You might get stuck in a limousine full of bees. <laughs> Or, or there, there was a running gag in one of the Jackass movies where, like, you know, uh, Bam would just sneak up on people and just with a clip, electric clipper, just take off a portion of their hair. Yep. He did it to like every single person in, in the in the crew at one point. Oh, I was watching it when they had Steve-O had the magnifying glass and was going around setting people's back, people's hair on fire. <laughs> yeah. And as I'm you watch- do, as you do, yeah. As I'm watching it with Suzanne, and. As they're getting hurt, I think, what was the one? I'm not even sure if it was from, it was an old one, but I'm not even sure if it was from the movie back when they did the duck hunting. Where mm-hmm. they had that gi- that gigantic. They launched like, the guy in the air and shot him with paintballs. Paintballs. Yep. <laughs> I'm laughing as they're going ass over elbows into the air and then just smack in the ground. And she looks at me and she goes, you know, I had this thought that guys are okay with pain as long as it's funny. And I'm like, 100%. Yeah, yeah that is enti- entirely true. That is uh, as long as it's funny and as long as you are not injured to the point where it's like debilitating because right. every single guy will do the same thing. You know, are you OK? I'm OK. I'm okay. okay now we can laugh. I mean, mm-hmm. we were we were doing Easter breakfast a couple of years ago and one of the guys in the kitchen looked down to light the oven and we suddenly hear this. <laughs> and <laughs> the tips of his eyebrows and the tips of his eyelashes had turned to ash. Yikes. <laughs> Yeah, like, and his face was all red because he got the blast full of face, yep, and you could smell yep. the burning hair. I was like, "Are you okay?" And he, he he had that moment of like touching his face, like, "Yeah, I think I'm all right." Then the whole <laughs> kitchen just lets loose. All the guys in the kitchen start laughing, and all the women in the kitchen are like, "He could have gotten severely hurt." Oh my he god! Did. And we're like, yes, but, but, he didn't. Didn't. But, "But he That's didn't." That's why it's funny. <laughs> When you come that close to death, but you don't die, that's hysterical. That is as funniest as things can get. Well, you know what's what's interesting about this is that they basically were viral videos before viral videos. Yeah, you know, uh-huh. they were. Back- I mean, this is like TikTok before TikTok, kind of almost. You know, just just the quick cut to a different thing, different thing, different thing that's going to make you laugh every time. No real running plot. It, it's like back in the day, like you'd have like there'd be that that. VHS that everybody be passing around like, oh, man, did you see this crazy shit that somebody recorded? You know, it's it's like that. But then they took it and they put it into a, a packaged format, which, you know, start started with Big Brother magazine. It's fu- it's funny you mentioned that because, like, you know, that's how, one of the ways that they got their start was uh, Johnny Knoxville would uh, put out this famous little VHS tape or CD or whatever back in, you know, the the late 90s that kind of got underground popularity among a bunch of filmmakers in in Hollywood because he went out and he was he was doing all these self tests on a bunch of self defense stuff. He was he was, you know, shooting himself with a with a small caliber gun while wearing a bulletproof vest, tasing himself, you know, doing uh pepper spray into his eyes and all this kind of stuff and and it got into the right hands, and somebody at MTV was like, "We need to give this guy a show." And that's you know kind of kind of how it all started. So it's funny that you mentioned if, the, if he'll if he'll do this, there's no end to the stuff that he will mm-hmm, do. Mm-hmm. Well, and they had uh, 
that that's when Steve-O got involved because he, uh, you know, wanted to be a part of it. And he came out there to audition for do, to do some stuff with Big Brother magazine. And he got there and they're like, well, this thing has now turned into a, a pilot for MTV. So you're you're on board. And his first thing was he was on stilts, was going to be lit on fire. He was going to have a bike bicycle bicyclist go through his legs and have a skateboarder jump over his head. They filmed it, but they never aired it because MTV's like, nope, but <laughs> we're not going that far because he liked to light himself on fire a lot. But yeah, and that that thing where Johnny Knoxville is out and shoots himself in the chest. It, it, for anybody who hasn't seen that, it's kind of intense. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, he really doesn't know if it's going to work 100% or not. And you can see it in his face. <laughs> And after he clicks the chamber the first time, the guy's like, uh, you're going to have to go all the way back around now because it didn't go off. So he's like, click, click, <laughs> click, click. That's terrifying. You know? And it's slow. It's not that fast. It's just like one. And every time he does it, you, you just kind of flinch. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I give the guys, these guys a lot of respect. I mean, one for the amount of abuse that they have thrown onto their bodies and two, for the ridiculous willingness that they are just like good to go with any of this stuff. Yeah. And how they hardly ever lose their shit with each other, no matter what they do to each other. Like you very rarely see any of them getting mad at the other ones. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's been a couple times where I was, they were like, I can't handle this. This is yeah. I'm done. You know, like I, I saw one where bam was just like, I think with when the they snakes? were in New Orleans. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I'm never telling you guys what I hate again. Yeah, I tell you guys I hate snakes. I'm surrounded by snakes every goddamn day. <laughs> yeah, like if we if we were doing this kind of thing, I would I would have never ever told you guys about my roach fear. <laughs> if this is because I you guys would be dumping roaches on me every time I fell. Oh, asleep. you would have roach pipe every day. Yeah, like no <laughs> roach pipe. <laughs> Band name called it <laughs> roach pipe by mouse rat. <laughs> everybody kind of has their own thing you know like you've got the wee man and preston that are you know he's chasing each other around or doing kind of the the opposites thing and you've got dave who's always just shitting everywhere yeah uh, like if you if you need on-site shitting dave is the guy aaron who's just basically me um aaron who just doesn't know how to say no to anything yeah that poor guy man he wants to say no, but he doesn't. He doesn't know how. <laughs> is he the guy who broke his collarbone when he stepped in front of the jet engine? He had uh, green hair. No, no, no. Uh, that was no, uh, that's, that's, that was uh, Loomis, wasn't it? No, no, no. Uh, yeah, that was Danger Aaron. No, no, no. That's not Aaron. What's the other guy's name? Damn it, I can't think of his name. All of a sudden, he lost Dave the two. England? Yeah, that was Dave England. Thank you. Okay, he had green hair, and he was supposed yeah. to like get an. Um, he got an umbrella, and he's supposed to jump on a tram. Oh no, no, that was yeah, that was Loomis. That was Loomis. That was Loomis. Yeah, that was Loomis. Was Loomis. Oh, okay. Yeah. That I mean, they both had they both had green hair, but Aaron had the mohawk at the time. Oh, okay. When when Aaron uh, they did the Lamborghini tooth pull, it oh. fractured his skull. After it happened, it fractured his skull, and yeah, it, it's just so like when you see it, it's just like. It's like out. Lambert, and you're like, okay. oh, well. Yeah. My memory. He, he had a, it was in one of the movies. He had a loose tooth and decide, they decided that they were going to literally do the tie a string to his tooth and, you know, shut the door. Except for shutting the door was tying it to the tailgate of a Lamborghini and <laughs> taking off. Oh, my God. Yeah. Bam. 
Bam liked to buy expensive cars because he was the one that was making money because his CKY videos, he was making, he was already making a, a million or two million before he even started Jackass. So he was making a lot of money as a young he guy. Produced, so he was one of the producer credits too on on everything. So, huh. so he he tied yeah a string uh, like fishing line to his Lamborghini to one of uh to a tooth that was a little cockeyed that Aaron had and dr- drove it like floored it and then like you could just you're waiting for it to you know get all the slack out and as soon as it did it just literally was like just a split second just. Yeah, you just you hear the actual like audible pop. <laughs> but that's it, and you're like, it seems like, oh, it was a clean pull. But then you find out later that he had to go get X-rays and stuff done, and it had fractured his skull. Yeah, because yeah, of the force. yeah. He had a hairline fracture in his skull. Yeah, from the from just the sheer. Uh, it was in the top tooth. Good God! Yep. I, mean, yeah. I mean, it's a good thing yeah. it was on at the bottom. Ripped his jaw clean off. It could have. Right. Yeah. And that's they don't test it there. He's like Johnny Knoxville. One time, he's like, "We're scientists, man. You know, we're, we're... <laughs> <laughs> okay." Yeah. But you had mentioned that you know Bam had had his other like side side gigs that sort of thing because he was a skater, wasn't he? They were all pretty Bam? much. I think almost yeah. all of them were skaters, except for Johnny. Yeah, Johnny wasn't a skater. Was Johnny wasn't a skater. Uh, yeah, Bam was, was professional. <laughs> Bam was professional level. Like that's how he got his notoriety because he was noted uh, noticed when he was like thirteen. Okay, uh, skating. Chris Pontius was a was a skater, but lesser known. He just started writing for Big Brother magazine and then kind of got into that circle. Um, yeah, when Bam, when Bam Margera joined up with the Jackass crew, it was actually kind of like quote unquote news. Yeah, he was he was already a name. And okay. he brought Ryan with him because Brian Ryan was part of CKY and he was like his best friend. Like they'd known yeah, each right, other since yeah. they were twelve. Those two guys were, yeah, lifelong BFFs. Jason was per Wee Man was a professional skateboarder who was known in the community because he was you know a, a little person who was skateboarding. Okay. Uh, Aaron was a professional snowboarder. Uh, Dave, I think I don't know if Dave was a snowboarder or what his. I'm not sure about Dave, to be honest. And Brandon was friends with Ryan and Bam. Uh, so it was kind of like two different things joining together to create a new thing, more or less. And Johnny just say he was the guy that could talk to the camera. And since he had gone to, to be an actor uh, and was not getting anywhere with it, he was the one that was comfortable talking on camera. So that's how he kind of he became, became the, the leader of the whole thing. Yeah. And then he was willing to just pretty much do anything they, they told him to do oh okay i mean because he had like a charisma for the front for it you know he had like the the smooth talk idea guy type feel to the whole thing yes and and, and hit one of his roles was basically if they came up with something that they wanted to do and everybody else said no he'd be like okay i guess i'm the one that's doing it <laughs> like, that's how he ended up being the one to always face the bulls he's like nobody yeah. else is gonna oh, do my this so. god I uh, the the bull ones. I mean, when they were where they were on that four person seesaw, yeah. like that bull came over and just slapped him around, and then yeah, like, I mean, he's it's the, the guy's made of of nerf. I mean, it's, <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, he's many many concussions. It's it's entirely true, and I'm not I'm not calling him stupid, but. It's so good that they use that song. Like, if you're going to be dumb, you got to be tough. <laughs> yeah. 
I was singing along with it after the first movie ended when we were watching it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, we did some stupid crap, you know, when we were in college and we were all and and beyond. We did some stupid shit, but I don't think anything was ever quite to this level. No, but I mean, it, I, I, I'm not trying to be like one of those, you know, edgelord fanboy types, but like. This is the kind of if we if we were given the kind of access to money and uh, and supplies and just overall production quality, I'm we could have progressed to any of this kind of stuff. I mean, I'm not saying exactly this stuff, but there's plenty of crap we would have done to each other. There's times where I'm grateful and sad that we had cameras were not as readily available. <laughs> <laughs> and, and well, I mean, the good news is. If we were still doing this, we would still be in contact with Uki. So, because he oh. would definitely be the one we would be beating up on, like Dave He'd England. He'd be dead by now. Would yeah. he be our Steve-O? No, he would be our Dave England, like the one who, okay. who, who we're like, we don't care that you don't want to do this. You're doing it. <laughs> get now go pooping a, get in the box. <laughs> Gonna push you down the stairs. Which they did that to uh, to Johnny Knoxville. Uh pushed him down concrete steps in a box. Oh my god. Um, yeah, they they put pillows around him. So, you know, he's all right. Uh, they did the, the, the Pucano thing several times. And it's gross, but I, I think the worst thing in, in a, at least the first before we get to the new movie was the vomit. I can't. I just can't. Yeah, I, I mean, well, I watched that, it. That, one, that one's bad. The, um, the, the, the horse semen is bad. But that's quick, and it's over. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. The, uh, you're right. The 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 vomit is is one of the worst ones. Do you know what that one is, Mike? You know, I do know what it is, and there were some of them. Like Pat had sent me a curated list, and there were some where they're like, "Hey, I'm a jackass, and today we're going to be doing blah blah blah." And I'm like, "Nope, I'm out." <laughs> you're like, "You may be, but I'm not. I am not having that in the back of my head for the rest of the day." That's they were cool. doing the beer chug. Nope. No, <laughs> <laughs> it was. I mean, and it was entertaining. The fun, the stuff that I watched was, I mean, I laughed my ass off on some of it. Like I said, oh. I, what? I just remembered the one that got me the most that, that, that I couldn't take. I couldn't watch it was the sweatsuit. That, that was the one. That oh, really I just watched that one today. That one. I don't it? know why that one, but I was like, oh, sweatsuit. <laughs> they, they put, put Preston, Preston. <laughs> in, in a giant, like one, like, like a, a giant head to toe suit made of, uh, plastic yeah like plastic and they and they put funnels like tubes and funnels around it and everything that he sweat went into a jar so oh he was God. like working out like on a like on a tandem bike it was, it was like it was like the suits in uh in um in dune yeah yes. yeah it collected Basically. his sweat yeah but it didn't filter it didn't nothing at one point i think it was uh was it ryan that reached in and grabbed his underwear and wrung it out into a and cup. And wrung it out was... into the same cup. Oh, my <laughs> and God. Steve-O drank it. <laughs> and oh. then promptly vomited it out, of course. <laughs> which 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 started a whole, you know, stand by me procession of people vomiting, of course, you know. Well, because Lance Banks. Lance cannot hold it. Yeah, it's, no. Lance loses it every time they do anything. <laughs> if anybody vomits, Lance is going to vomit. And if they do anything bodily fluid related, Lance is going to vomit on his own. Oh. Well, I speaking of fun facts, I learned today that I was watching a thing about Steve-O and 
he just realized recently because he went to the doctor to find out about his vocal cords because you know he's got that voice and it just keeps getting kind of seems to be getting worse raspier and raspier yeah and he's like he's like i thought maybe it's because i was you know vomited all the time or because i was loud and yelling and everything turns out when he was a kid he didn't learn how to speak properly so he speaks using his throat instead of his vocal cords and they're like well if you do some speech therapy uh we can correct this and his fiance and was against it. She likes his voice. And he was did some thinking about it. And he's like, you know, this is who I am. He's like, I don't think I want to change it now. So just That's weird. keep on keeping on. But yeah, like they showed a diagram of his throat and what he does differently than what normal people do. And yeah, his, his vocal cords are fine. He just doesn't use them properly. That's, That's crazy. Right? Hmm. Weird. He's also the one that... Um... Uh, went to the Barnum and Bailey, or he went to he went to Clown College. Yep, yep. Barnum and Bailey went to Clown College. Said it's harder to get in there to get into to Harvard. He went on to join a troop. Uh, they were doing. He was working on a cruise ship. They went for one tour, and all the other clowns got together, went to the the head of the the cruise ship, and said that if you keep him on another season, we're all quitting together. <laughs> so they got Why? him fired. Because he just, he was too, like, just... Cra- too crazy? Uh, yeah, too much of a problem. <laughs> I yeah. See. I just could see this poor, this poor manager's, like, <laughs> he looks out the window of his office, he's a parade of clowns, going, oh, shit. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> pissed off the clowns. How many clowns does a cruise ship have? I, he's like, I don't know. He's like, oh, check out all these fucking clowns. <laughs> there was one point when I was still working at Starbucks where I actually got the opportunity to do that one because we had two guys who were on their way. They were professional clowns on their way to like a kid's birthday party or something on a Saturday. It was like early morning. What do you clowns want? Exactly. <laughs> they came in and my manager was facing away from me behind me and they come what do you clowns want? And she's like, what are you like? What are you doing? And then she looked and like for a brief moment, her brain broke. <laughs> she was like, oh. I'm like, I was like, what? I was just saying hello. And then but the best thing was is that uh, thankfully the two clowns played along with it. They're like, this is the best greeting we've had all day. Don't give them crap <laughs> about that. She was just like, just went in the back room. Do clowns tip well? Uh, I mean, yeah, they do. Funny you should ask. <laughs> nah. I, I was setting it up for somebody to get that joke, but anyway. All right. But no, for the first time watching it, I mean, this, there were things that I was laughing at that initially I didn't think I would be laughing at. You know, there were things that were stupid funny, and there were things that I would, that, but I laughed at everything, but the stuff that I couldn't laugh at was the stuff that was grossing me out. Yeah. Like the, like but- the, uh, the um, the bungee, the bungee jump, the uh, uh, poop bungee jump. Where the he, poop? where Steve-O was inside of the outhouse. Yeah, did you see yeah. they did that with Britney Spears? I I've heard there's an outtake, a deleted scene where she did that, but no, I have not actually watched it. Yeah, there's I fa- I went through it. I found it. He was like on the Jay Leno show or something like that, one of the late night shows that they had brought the the. That and they brought Britney Spears in the outhouse and did the bungee jump with her in the in there. <laughs> that had to be fake. I think it was. I well, I mean, it was definitely toned down because it just like like looked like a whole bunch of blue water in there. Yeah, 
And like the, you know, I mean, to I mean, we're almost done. I think with the, this one, but to, to spoil yeah. the now, you know, when they do it in the now, I'm almost convinced that that was that was fake. That that was not like actual fecal matter, which you know I'm fine with because you you shouldn't you shouldn't be repeating that one like because you got to inv- involve like you know all kinds of shots and doctor's visits and things when you're dealing with that kind of. Supposedly, yeah. they filled it up with mostly dog feces, but they said that all the crew members took a shit in there oh, i don't to, know uh, i don't know if, come, the guy, the guy it, didn't even but... the guy didn't even have goggles on or he had his mouth open and everything it's like i don't i mean you just yeah that's that's all I... kinds of health code violations right there and i don't think you're going to be able to film that honestly i just don't think you're going to be able to when my, my dad did a canoe race on the chicago river and he fell in oh and no the, after he fell in the chicago river, the people organizing the race called him every week for three months to see how he was doing. <laughs> like you haven't died yet, have you? No. Hey, right. how you doing? You don't feel like you got like hepatitis or anything, do you? No, no, I'm fine. Okay. Fine. How's your mustache? Just, yeah, mustache is fine. Doing Still all right. got your balls all, all yeah. good, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just checking. Thank you. You, know. you haven't turned into the Hulk, have you? <laughs> right. That would be the mellowest Hulk you're ever. Not, you're not a superhero <laughs> by night, are you? <laughs> don't feel the need to avenge crimes? Nothing like that? <laughs> All right, yeah, I think we're done here. Uh, I'm just, I kind of miss Josh not being here. Yeah, the... I hope he recovers. Yep. <laughs> Jackass, telling us how much he hates <sighs> it. Nope. Yeah, All for right, those of you, bit. for those of you in the wonder, uh, whatever. Yeah, uh, he had some family stuff that ha- happened. He wasn't able to be here the whole time, so he had to duck out. We figured the best way to do it was theme related. So, yep. Thanks, Josh, for your uh, tiny appearance. He'll be back next week as usual. Hey, it's a good size. <laughs> I said appearance. <laughs> All right. We will be back in a little bit. We are back, and we're going to talk about Jackass Forever, which, from what I understand, is their final, 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 we're done. Well, well, I think in one interview... I bet you it's going to be the final one that's going to have the original cast in it. Yeah, there may be people that pick it up after this, but Johnny Knoxville is in no, no condition to be getting any more concussions. <laughs> no, no, he, he, I think he is officially at the medically recommended dosage. Dosage? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did, what did I say? I think it was like Pontius or somebody in like one of the videos is like, well, you know, they said you shouldn't get any more. You, it's really dangerous to get concussions after you're 50, and Johnny's 49, so he's okay. I think the one you're thinking of is Steve O when he's like, like, they say uh, it's bad. It's really bad to get a concussion after you're 30, but luckily we're all under. You know, we're all in our 20s. So <laughs> no, Mike's right though. They did say that it, in the trailer about Johnny. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, so he called it back. Nice. Yep. I mean, Doctor Spachemin might say differently, <laughs> but. <laughs> but yeah, so this uh, stars mostly not an exact science. <laughs> Uh, mostly the same people. And one of the things I wanted to mention, I forgot to talk about earlier, but Jeff Tremaine also directed um, The Dirt, which is 
the Motley Crue documentary? Movie. Movie. Yeah. It's not a doc- okay. Nope, it's not a documentary. It's a movie with Machine Gun Kelly and uh uh what's his name from Game of Thrones? The awful man. I forget his the character's name. Awful Renly. Man? Renly? No, not Renly. No, Renly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know Ryan? who you're talking about. The awful man. The uh, I don't remember now. Anyway, Douglas, a Douglas Booth, Daniel Weber. You know, talking about Ramsey Bolton. Was it Ramsey yeah. Lewis? Anyway, doesn't matter. That's not, that's not the movie we're talking move, about, Joel. Yeah, move along. It's not. We are uh, way anyway. off. Of, yeah. So trivia, and I'm going to ask some questions about this because things have changed from the last time I had known about Jackass. After his firing from Jackass Forever. Bam Margera went on his Instagram and attacked Johnny Knoxville, Jeff Tremaine, and Spike Jones. Ramsey. What? Yeah, Ramsey Bolton. Okay. Jeez. So he went on to Instagram. Uh-huh. <laughs> that, was, that was worth interrupting him right in the middle. <laughs> Would you like to go back in the conversation, Joel? I'm good now. I'm good Joel now. just now. grabs the wheel and he's like, no, 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 we're taking that U-turn. <laughs> I want to go to Denny's. <laughs> Jesus, we'll get flapjacks later. <laughs> so anyway, Jeff, Johnny Knoxville, Jeff Jermaine, and Spike Jones for what he called torturing him with many conditions to keep a part in the film, such as random drug tests, going to rehab, and remaining sober, which, to which he admittedly didn't follow. He also sent death threats to Jeff Jermaine and his family, which prompted Jermaine to get him a restraining order against Margera. What the hell happened? The last part, I, 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 that's the first time I'm hearing this. But according to Bam, <clears throat> when they came to him in 2019, they kind of forced him into signing an agreement that said if he was going to do the, the movie, he had to remain sober and there was going to be, everybody was going to be sober. They'd have to do, you know, drug testing and whatever uh, for him. I think everybody was sober. Anyway, he had to do testing and remain sober the whole time. Well, at one point, he has been on Adderall since he was 13, 14. Uh, he took an Adderall at one point during the course of filming. They tested him, you know, uh, sent him to rehab. He said he was going to do, uh, thought he was going to do like a 30-day thing. They w- they made him stay 90 days, made him pay for it, and uh, then they ended up firing him off the sex. They said he broke the agreement. But it's a medication he's been on and prescribed, again, since he was like 13 or 14. Um, And so now there is one scene in the film where he's still in it, even though he was removed from the rest of the film. Uh, In the marching band sequence, he's one of the people that's marching. Yeah, I think I, I think I read that, like, you see his elbow or something like that in there. I've seen one clip where you can see the side of his face briefly. Uh, after they get up, after they've all fallen off, which that incidentally is one of my favorite parts of the whole fucking movie mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Uh, but yeah, he and he's gone on record because he helped write a lot of the the, the stunts. Um, so he's you know gone on record trying to get what's his, I guess, or to to fight back because he feels like he was kind of unjustly let go from the project. Well, it I, th- like- I think. As an outsider looking in, essentially what I kind of think it is, is a lot of the guys um, spearheaded by Steve-O decided they were going to get sober. 
and Bam basically was just like, well, I'm really not interested in that. <laughs> and they kind of forced it on him. They're like, well, if you want to be part of this movie, you're going to agree to it. And and he just kind of was like, well, I don't want to not be part of the movie. So I guess, yeah. And he didn't take it as seriously as they did. And when they busted him breaking it, they put the hammer down on him. And it's just a case of like, you know, he's just not ready to stop. That's, I mean, you know, after it, Ryan died. Yeah. I mean, he's he's in a... He's in a bad place in a lot of ways, because, and he's not ready to, you know, to give up a lot of the things that are helping him. Now, how did drunk. Ryan die? Drunk driving accident. Oh, really? Doing, yeah. uh, they said he was doing up to 130 in his car. Wrecked it, killed him and his passenger both. Woof. And Bam has just pretty much never really, I guess, recovered from that. Yeah. Because he's basically like his brother. I mean, they weren't actually related, but they were that close. Uh, and yeah, he's just never got over it. Now, Steve-O, however, if I, he's just that dude. I got a lot of respect for him uh, for cleaning his life up and staying clean, you know. So good on him and getting everybody else motivated, if that's the case. But yeah, that's as, as as much as you know as as an outsider looking in. That's as much as we can give you. Oh, some crazy stuff, man. I mean, I can call Bam if you want. I got his phone number. I don't. I've got. <laughs> yeah, you got Bam Bam Bigelow's phone number. That's yes, I do have Bam Bam Bigelow's. Do you want to talk to him? No, he's dead. sure. Oh, no, that'd be boring. Want to talk to Bam Bam and Pebbles? All right, I so moving on with trivia. Bam Bam, Steve the singer o. from the 80s. You want to talk to her? Oh, that's a good idea. Why do you have all these numbers? <laughs> you had everybody but Bam Margera. I've got the Bam Bam phone book. It's just nothing but <laughs> phone numbers for people named Bam. <laughs> it's, 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 it's full of a bunch, of, bunch of Bams and George Michael. It's the Wham Bam phone book. <laughs> That's so stupid. Somewhere out there, Josh just, Josh just went, oh my god, my head. Ow. There's been a disturbance in the force. He's having an aneurysm right now for no reason. Oh, god. So moving on with the trivia. Yes, please. Steve always said that he's surprised they're even making this movie at all for various reasons, including Ryan Dunn's death, Bam Margera not returning, and the fact that they're all really too old to still be doing these things. Right. Which we'll talk about that. Uh, the, which I... Ties into that, but anyway, yeah. yeah. Bruce Dern wanted to make a guest appearance in this, but filming had already wrapped by the time they got his request, which probably had to been kind of disappointing and strange. I mean, I, you know, they, he, they made, always... he made a guest appearance in one of them, right? Didn't he? Well, Rip, I thought he Rip, did. Rip Taylor, yeah, he did. Was in, in the credits, yeah, the, the, the first three, uh, at the end, but. Bruce Stern is an odd, right? It's an odd. Well, choice. he's an odd dude too. I just remember. <clears throat> I, I thought I remembered like one particular scene where they're just kind of panning the camera around, and they're just like, "Pink Arrow," or they just Bruce Dern. Like what? <laughs> right. Okay. Also, Shaquille O'Neal wanted to box Johnny Knoxville for this. Like, <laughs> which they've done stuff together before, the Jackass mm-hmm. guys. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and Sha- Shaquille O'Neal, he loves Wee Man. <laughs> that's funny Wee Man picked him up like he had Shaquille O'Neal on his back how how is that even physically possible I, I if I wouldn't have seen it I wouldn't have believed it but yeah. they it's fold all, him it's all about the fulcrum right and he's got plenty of that 
That's what I've been told. Uh, this ah. is also the first Jackass movie not to feature a guest appearance by Rip Taylor as he died in October of 2019. If he's anything like Bam Bam Bigelow, get him on the line. <laughs> so, again, they are too old to be doing this stuff. This this is I there were some of the some of the things that I watched happen on this. I I had sympathy pains. <laughs> well, okay. for them. My my first comment is there was just way too much penis and balls. I mean, even Wait, for these, you, ev- even for these guys there was way too much. <laughs> I can't believe I'm hearing you say that, Patrick. I know. I at so at one point I'm like, "Come on, we need a new angle here." <laughs> but that opening sequence yeah, I was dying. Come as soon, on! As, soon, as soon as I saw them, like all like forming as an army, and like sh- like looking like they were getting ready for a a big, you know, a a big giant attack, I was because I was watching this with Michelle, my sister, and I just looked at her. I go, "Oh my god, whose penis is going to be painted up?" And then you know that was right, right when they cut the cut to the penis. I'm like, "Oh Jesus!" <laughs> it's his job, man. He's his yeah. job is to be half naked well, or nude. And that's what I'm saying. Like when it's him, I'm okay. But like everybody else is just like, "Fuck it, we're just gonna get naked." Ah, <laughs> uh, it, it it was just so. Yeah. Speaking of, well, we're 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 past that. We'll keep moving forward. Um, I think they did handle the fact that they're all fifty or nearing fifty by bringing in a new group of people that want to are willing to do the stunts. Yeah, you. So they do don't have, have to do all the stunts. Do we have a list of some of those new guys by chance? Poopies is the one that most people remember, and <laughs> yeah. Eric Andre was yeah. there, although he didn't really do much except they commentate. had uh, Sean McGarney was Poopies, and Davon Wilson was Jasper. Then there was I, a girl. The, yeah, there was a girl who licked the electric lollipop. What yeah, the Ra- hell? Rachel something. Yeah, that was. Because yeah, I mean, that was kind of kind of funny because like we had, I watched a lot of previous stuff and Susan's like you know women just do not do this sort of, I'm like hey look at <laughs> there she is look at what she's doing she's looking to t- uh, taser <laughs> no and does anybody think Eric Andre and and Andy Samberg should do a movie where they're like separated at birth or something <clears throat> that'd be they funny. look for, they look very yeah, similar but, you know, uh, Zach Holmes was the the new uh, big guy that dude I, was nuts. Yeah, he apparently will do whatever the hell, you know. Um, His teeth to prove it. You see. (laughs) Yeah, uh, you mentioned mentioned Jasper. Uh, Who else appears? Some of the new guys. Francis. Oh, Eric Monaca. Yeah. Don't forget Dark Dark Shark. 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 Eric Monaca. What was... was, uh, Oh, they don't even have her listed here. Compton Wilson... She's not even. Yeah, they've got. Oh, Rachel, Rachel Wolfson. There she is. Yeah, that's Travis, it. Travis Taco Bennett. <laughs> but yeah, and I so mean, they, they got a they got a new crew of people to kind of help them out on some of the things that they're just tired of doing. Like when when Eric Monaco went into the 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 fake canvas screen, that one got me. <laughs> oh, that... it was just so simple. <laughs> I know, like oh, going I back like to the Coyote roots. one. Yeah. <laughs> Was, yeah, the Wiley Coyote one. Yeah, because I mean, really it totally got me. They, too. they do that in a lot of the in a lot of the, they've done that a many many times, and it gets me every time. But that one was might have been the best one. I didn't see that one at all. Well, it he looked, hit that thing full speed. <laughs> he did, man. I mean, it made a big old smack. 
And and did you see the look on his face when he finally woke when he like <laughs> sat up and he was like for a brief moment had no idea where the hell he was? I think even he was surprised how hard he hit that. He's like, what the? F-? <laughs> By the way, I just because I, I just remembered uh, remembered it and it it ties into what we're talking about now. Is it just me or do you do you guys? did you enjoy or really enjoy the parts either the opening or the ending where they do like the big production numbers and they slow everything down and you're seeing like these horrifying things happening to them in slow motion. Oh yeah. That is the oh, best. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why, but I love watching that. It's like a freaking science project. Like, like the one oh, going through them. What was the one where they all did the, like in front of the big rainbow thing. There was, I think that was Jackass two. Where, yeah. they, where they slept. We man with a fish. And they, oh, and they had three. all like the, the paint cans like exploding on them and everything, yeah. right? And then, then they had, but they had like uh, I think it was, yeah. Uh, we man's dressed like a, a fisherman and get slapped yeah, I think by it a was giant Ryan. tuna. No, it was yeah. I think it was Ryan in the, in the one where they had like this this uh, woven basket, like a netting full of like water balloons full of something that they hit him at the same time. Someone did a flying kick to his face. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that was part three. Yeah, that was part three. <laughs> And I'm laughing, watching with that, and again, again, you know, you know that feeling like when you've been caught doing something, and you're looking at your, you're looking at you, you look up, and your mom's like, "What the hell are you doing?" That was my case with Suzanne. Like, I stopped. I'm laughing. She'll look at her. I'm like, "What?" It's just like they, they kicked him in the face. I'm like, "Yeah, they did." It was See, awesome. that, I'm well, watching I mean, it with Laura, and she's laughing harder than I am. This oh, there this, were there were times this, she laughed. I mean. There were times that, like, the 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 duck shooting one with the paintballs where they were launching him into the air. She thought that was pretty damn hilarious. <laughs> the, the 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 jackass is the core concept that Mel Brooks said about comedy. He said, com- uh, tra- "This is what Mel- like, I'm trying to remember the exact quote, but Mel Brooks said he, he said tragedy is when I get a paper cut, and comedy is when you fall down a manhole." <laughs> yep, <laughs> uh, accurate. It's like watching other people hurt themselves and hurt each other willingly, and and it's just it's hysterical. Well, and it's also like the I know Patrick, you you like uh, out outtakes. Um, yes. And it, whenever you watch outtakes, you, me, Mike, whoever, and the cast starts laughing at the outtake, it makes it funnier for the audience. It feels like because you start laughing with them and then it just becomes like a perpetual thing. And here it's the same thing. Something goes sideways. As soon as they know that they're okay and they start laughing, you can't help, but, but start to laugh. It's that kind of uncomfortable, like, ow, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad it wasn't me. <laughs> and sometimes it's just impressive. Like when they launch uh, Johnny Knoxville into the air to do the Icarus thing. <laughs> he an impressive really shot. He, yeah, that that shot with the of of him coming up to the camera was a great shot. That and and it was briefly glorious because he was like <laughs> reliving with that gray hair is, which I'm amazed the hair hadn't turned gray a lot earlier from the trauma that he's put on his body. But I'm that, surprised he could have kids, right? And that was impressive. That was and I remember the I was watching it and the one guy's like. What if we just pointed it straight up? <laughs> <laughs> that and the but the going with the mime thing, the silent thing. When uh, what the what's the not Wee Man the the new guy Poopy Rachel? Oh yeah, <clears throat> well, that's like Poopy's is gonna kiss a Texan rat snake. 
Oh, that was right, intense. That, oh my god. I was just like, and that was that's that is like toe in the line where I'm starting to get like this isn't comfortable. When when Johnny Knox goes, Is this venomous? And the guy's like, meh. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like I mean, what all I can imagine is I mean the only thing I'm thinking is how much would they have to pay me? To put my face next to a, a mad rat snake. Well, how much would they have to pay you to let a, a scorpion sting you in the lips three times? Well, it, when they first oh, started, Steve-O's first year on Jackass, he made, I think he said, $1,500 for the entire season. For the TV and show? For the for the TV show, right. Because he was getting paid like 600 bucks, uh per episode or something like that. I don't remember. It was like a really small amount. But then he was now, doing it for the love. They're make. I mean, now they just. I mean, uh, yeah, they're all Bam millionaires Mar- now. Yeah, Ben Margera said that uh, he, when he w- would make a movie, they'd pay him like five million or more, depending. I mean, now he's probably paid more than some of the other guys, but at the now they're probably all about the same, uh, except for Jenny Knoxville, probably. But yeah, so uh, if would you do that, Mike? If they're like, okay, here's a here's a, you get a million dollar paycheck for this. You know, three weeks stung of on the lips to do everything that they do in a movie. Yep, pick pick whoever you want of the characters. You have Would to do you everything. Be that they character. Do. Yeah. Yeah. Would you super glue oh. yourself to me as part of a movie? Oh, that was so. That looked so painful. Oh my god, that looked awful. Ah. <laughs> when he grabbed Ryan's beard and Ryan's like, Ryan's like, what did you? Why did you grab it? The whole thing. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to figure out like where would my limit be. I see the thing is like the snake bite thing. That was there's doctors there. You know, you're not going to die. Mean, I've been bitten by a snake many times. I used to have snakes. on the face. It, that's exactly what I'm just about to say. It's on the face is the problem I have with it. Like, like I've been bit on the hands and the arms several times, and like it's not pleasant. But I'll, I would do that. Yeah, it's the face that I have. Like. I don't want to be bitten in my goddamn face by anything. Yeah. Buy me, you know, buy, have a snake bite me in the leg, have a snake bite me in the arm, but he got him right on the friggin' nose and upper lip. Yeah. And you could tell that at that moment he's like, I'm done. Yes. <laughs> he was almost ready to quit. Yeah. <laughs> Let me change the rules of the, the, the question then for just a second. Would you do it 20 years ago? Does that change anything? No, because I literally had a, I had a zero year old kid. Yeah, well, but I mean, I'll be honest with you. For for a million dollars, I would probably still do it right now, and I definitely would have done it twenty years ago. I would still probably do it now because a million dollars is is not enough money to like you can never work again, but it's enough money that you can you can invest it and live comfortably for the rest of your life, and you know, and you're not going to be a rock star, but you know, so that's no, but yeah, but you get just life changing. I mean, a million dollars is life changing. It's not you know. It's not. It's yeah. It's not life solving. It's but it's life changing. It's it's gonna get rid of you know a lot of debt. It's gonna give you money in the bank. It's gonna because Laura and I had this discussion actually already, and I was like, yeah, for a million bucks, I'd do it. Yeah. I mean, it's a million dollars. I know it's not as much as it used if to I, be. If I had if of, I had a couple but... months to like get ready for it, like mm-hmm. if I you know if I knew like we were gonna start filming you know at Gen Con. <laughs> And I had like four months to get ready. I'd be like, okay, I guess I'm doing this. Yeah. So you would ha- you would have four months procrastinate and then remember four days before we had to leave. <laughs> but no, my point being, like, if they're saying if we're going to start tomorrow, I'd be like, no, I'm not going to do it because it will probably kill me. 
Okay. Well, would this change it, Patrick, if you had to do the Chris Pontius bit where he has the snake and the little mouse? <laughs> do you remember what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That? If that was oh. part of your million dollars? Oh, I have pro- probably. Because <laughs> that's a different kind of snake bite. Sim- yeah, simply because, I mean, everything heals, right? You know, but I mean, oh, my God, that would be. I had that, Did you see uh, that one, Mike? Say that again. They painted Chris Pontius' penis to look like a mouse, and he had to he had to put it through a hole with a in the snake in a snake cage. Yeah, I, you know, <laughs> and the snake attacked the little mouse. That's, that's like that's like the second part. Like my face is one thing; <laughs> that's an entirely different category altogether. Like, yeah. I mean, if you just want to paint it like a mouse, I mean, I'm like, all right, cool. Let's do that. You want to feed it to a snake. That's where I start having issues. <laughs> and it was hanging on, man. That thing was hanging on. Yeah. Oh. yeah. It was not venomous, but it was definitely vicious. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it was a I think it was a good idea in a way to bring in some new blood to do some things and to give. Well, because it gives them a chance to kind of. Uh, these people that are kind of aspiring to be the next generation or just maybe that they're just big enough fans that they want to try. And it also gives us the viewer kind of a, a gateway. Um, you know, if we're ever like, I wonder if I could do that. Well, here's your, here's your guy that is, is your uh, analog for that. Although I got to say machine gun Kelly. Pfft. Yeah, I can that dude. I think almost in every instance of Machine Gun Kelly, I could do without Machine Gun Kelly. I saw Machine Gun Kelly live. What? Yeah, at a conference, right? No, it was at, uh, he he opened for uh, Fall Out Boy a couple years ago. Oh. And they were not having any of it. They were cussing him out. They were, (laughs) I mean, he, that is, that is not the same Venn. They're not even near in Venn diagram that, you know, there were people that were there just to see Machine Gun Kelly and the rest of us were there to see Fall Out Boy and um, Rise Against, which they should be called. That makes sense. I didn't didn't know that they, they sang that song. Um, (laughs) But though the one where they were pedaling the bikes, yes. the giant hands, and he's like, "I thought your hand was my hand." <laughs> yeah, he got all pissy I, about it. I'm like, he oh, did. Dude. But I think the best part of that one was they're they're like trying to set up the hands. And yeah, yeah. Just tap it. Can you just can you just give that hand a little bit of tong? <laughs> and what's cool about it is, that, like you said before, no matter what happens, they're never mad. They're all they. Everybody rolls with it. I mean, some, right. like I said, sometimes they're like, like the guy who got bit on the face with the snake. Once uh, uh, Johnny Knoxville came over and wanted to hit him with a taser, he's like, "I'm done." <laughs> you know, he, he ran <laughs> away. Uh, but, um, but no, that uh, that's. I don't know if I how much it would take. I don't know how much it would take for me to get bit on the face by a snake. Or do the uh, skateboard uh, guillotine? I'm so glad they didn't put his knife oh. there. Yeah, I thought this I, was going to be at first. Yeah, I know when he was when he was l- adjusting himself. I'm like, he is not going to lay his head down on there because that's going to break his throat. Right. Uh, it was bad enough though with the shins in there. Just like mm. I could Ugh. feel it when it hit. Like, but when he screamed, that was pretty damn funny. <laughs> I forgot I couldn't make noise. <laughs> Dumbass. And it wasn't even it was that it was that brief ah, 
<laughs> oh, that's so good. So, yeah. uh, so let's talk about uh, at, at, at the risk of doing the you know oh wasn't that a cool scene? Let's talk about uh, Johnny Knoxville getting a literal like two hundred and seventy degree turn. Or no, it was, what was it? A 540 degree turn by a bull and knocked completely unconscious. That was... That was actually kind of scary. And that was I, the I, second not, hit. Yeah. I am amazed he's not dead. Yeah. Like he, I mean, they, I, That had to be the moment where he's like, okay, yeah, I think this is the last movie. <laughs> he filmed... They filmed one other take before that and it didn't... It just kind of nicked him. And so it knocked him down, but it didn't. It, he's like, nope, that wasn't a good enough shot. So they had to do it again, mm. which is unusual. But the balls to just stand there and wait for it to come the second time. Ah, uh, I the mean, only the only thing I think that would have been that would have made it better is if he had been he had been just coherent enough when he came to to just kind of look up and go, "Is the bull okay?" <laughs> and uh, why he why he chooses to, to mess with those animals. And it, there's the one, uh, I don't know if it was in the movie or the, one of the TV show where he's, I think it was in the third movie where he's doing, he, he's dancing in front of the Buffalo pen and then the, they release a bunch of buffaloes in there. Yeah. And they knock him ass down. I'm like, well, cause he was on roller skates. Cause of that song. Yes. You, you can't roller skate in the Buffalo herd. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. That's it. Yep. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I, it's a, it's a wonder any of them aren't dead, or at least right. not severely well, not from their stunts, paralyzed. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, right. some were looking a little worse for the wear, but I mean, that's going to happen from age, let alone <laughs> yeah. breaking. Well, Danger, Danger, Aaron looks like he's been put through the ringer, man. <laughs> that whole scene with the bear was intense. <laughs> I that was insane. <laughs> Because yeah, like I the whole time bad. I'm thinking that's not a real bear. That's gotta be fake. Something's gotta be fake. It's gotta be. He's gotta be on a leash. He's gonna. No, he just keeps getting up there and nope. getting all in his junk. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> and what's their what's their recourse? Did they have a guy with a trank dart nearby? <laughs> I mean, what? I didn't see and they, anything. And the, and the dude's finally just like, oh yep, think I better get in there. <laughs> yep, time to go. All right. And all okay. he does is slowly put a chain around its neck. <laughs> Like, what yeah, are you going to do if this thing just freaks out? If Manny doesn't want any part of it, you know it's a... Right? You, a you know that's scene. a fucked up situation. That and the, the, the uh, truth detector, the lie detector. <laughs> thing. Are you allergic to bees? Yes. I am! <laughs> God, that's like a nightmare. I mean, I, I have a nightmare of me sitting in that chair and Pat has the buzzer. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you don't want that. <laughs> Huh. Oh man, and then and then the final scene where they're all on the 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 vomit carousel and they break out the paintballs and just that was you could tell that everybody on that carousel was so confused once the explosion started happening. <laughs> right, I was confused. I was like, "What the hell are they doing? What is going? Where's this going?" <laughs> First off, one guy's like, "I'm spinning so fast, I can't drink my mouth." <laughs> right. <laughs> And the fat guy. Was the that fat was guy Jasper. Guy? Jasper's like, I can't like, drink I'm it. passing out. I'm passing out. Oh my god, I'm passing out. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we're doing it. We're totally Chris Farleying this, but at the yes. same time, there's so. I mean, yeah, putting the guys on the carousel, drinking milk, putting the guys on the carousel until they pass out. But what if they were drinking milk? 
But what if at the end of it, keeping them spinning for three and a half minutes, we bring in a bunch of people in army fatigues and cause a bunch of explosions. And you can see the one guy on the camera was like, there's an army truck. (laughs) (laughs) I see an army truck. What's happening? I don't know what's going on. Then the explosions start happening. And I guess just hanging out with these people, if stuff starts happening that you're not fully aware of that was going to happen, like I'm going to sit in this, drink the milk, and they're going to spin me. Fine. I know this. But when everything, all the extra stuff started happening, and then they all started unloading on it with the paintballs. It was like, wouldn't it be cooler if they, what if we had a bunch of fatigue guys in fatigue show up? Yeah, man, that's freaking too. Yeah, at any time, man, if you're in on one of these things, you never know if you're fully in on it or if something's happening behind you. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> insane. I mean, and you just got to roll with it if they're... If, some you know with them you know some days you're the statue and some days you're the you're the pigeon you never know <laughs> okay well do thumbs up thumbs down uh yeah i, I have i have one other question real quick um yeah after doing this show now mike would you watch any of this again on your own without the show yeah if i need a laugh if i need if i need a laugh yeah i will i will dig some i i i been digging up i went down kind of a youtube rabbit hole on them anyway yeah it's just i mean it's it's basic comedy humor that just just goes straight to the to the id and just makes you laugh like it's just don't nothing, gotta think about too much yeah there's nothing mm-hmm. complicated about any of it and that's what's the it's almost what the beauty is in and literally pretty much 95 percent of it is on paramount plus right now oh so, if anybody's interested gotta get paramount plus then I think it's like five bucks a month. Yeah. Plus Picard so, season two. Anyway, uh, I will. Yeah. Clearly be a uh, thumbs up for both, for all of it, for everything. I, I, I just, I love Jackass. I love the whole franchise. Makes me laugh. Yeah. I got, and I got to say, I knew about it, never watched it, but I say thumbs up. It's stupid, stupid fun. Yeah. Uh, I, I obviously thumbs up uh, everything, anything, all the things. I'm a fan. Excellent. And it's a shame we didn't have Josh here because he would have been an interesting shitting all over it. He, I mean, you never know. I mean, some of the stuff he definitely would have given thumbs down to, but I mean, you never know what his overall. I still want to know, so we're gonna we're gonna get him to to chime in next week. You know what the thing is? I think Josh would have enjoyed some of them that had the good plan behind it. Right. You know, like the the, hmm. the Arab terrorist one, he would. I think he would oh. like that one. Yeah, the terror terror taxi or, or the or the the car rental. Yeah. We should we should maybe give him like just a few to watch just to get his opinion on it if he hasn't already. Uh, yeah, because I'd be curious. I'm curious yeah. now. All right. So, so uh, yeah. Again, if you want to get in touch with us, we're at seven zero eight now. Wrap that's seven zero eight six six nine nine seven two seven. And if you'd like to look at our back catalog of shows, you can find them on your favorite podcast apps, such as Podbean or Pandora. You can give us a thumbs up over there. You can also leave us a review on Apple, Google, or Amazon podcasts. And if you could, there is a also a link down there for the Kofi link. You could buy us a coffee and help keep some of our internet fees at bay. Joel, what's on the plan? Ah, uh, funny you should say. Plan 9 from Outer Space, as well as... TV theme songs. Ooh, and join us on Discord. Ooh. This is not plan eight, Elaine. This is plan nine. Ah, <laughs> oh, Jerry, you magnificent bastard. 
<laughs> Flick the bean. All right. <laughs> Damn it. All right. Well, we will be back next week. Thank you for listening. What's in the box? It's a Patrick. <laughs>